0: Welcome to the B.U. Podcast. B.U. Podcast. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's another edition of the B.U. Podcast, man. It's your boy, Ashley. Uh, Unfortunately uh, for this episode, I do not have my man Lavelle on the mic. Mr. Lovely Day Uh, has been quite busy with school and family life and things of that nature. So he couldn't make it tonight, but that's all right. Uh, I'm going to be hosting it and running it solo. But um, I do have a special guest I'm in the building. My man, Whole50Grand, Mr. Tyrone Jones II, mm-hmm. is going to uh, interview with us, with me today um, uh, about basically his time in Japan and his time with the uh, Winter Olympic Speed Shedding team and just basically a little bit of his story um, as well here in Japan. Uh, He will also go ahead and kind of tell you uh, about why he's also making his exit as well uh, fairly soon uh, from Japan. Uh, So yeah, he is here and we will, and I will be having a a talk with my brother here. Um, But please, always remember to like, subscribe 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 and share uh the bu podcast we're on all streaming platforms that provide podcasts apple spotify uh, google podcast breaker we're on all these platforms so please share subscribe and like comment 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 if it allows you to do so um, thank you so, so much with that being said uh what we're going to do is i'm going to go ahead we're going to take a little small interlude and then um when, when we come back uh, Tyrone to be up here. All right, check y'all in the future. All right, and we're back with it, and my boy. Yeah, <laughs> I, cannot, I can't um, never say that <laughs> My boy, <laughs> my boy. Shout out to Mr. Hotspot if you listen to this dog. Man, yeah, you know, straight you, up. your videos be having us gone, straight, <laughs> up, straight
1: <laughs> up. My brother, for
0: real, from another mother, Mr.
1: Tyrone Jones. Man, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Man, I'm great, bro. It's a pleasure, it's a pleasure bro, to be on the cast, man. Uh, I, I've been, I you know, I'll be watching y'all doing my thing, man. I love it, bro. I love it. Cause I know you love the top. You always love to top. So this is this is perfect for you. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> my boy yeah, can be man. on here and you know, just bend a little bit and, and uh also also uplift and you know share some important stuff. I think I think uh that's that's one of the great things about it, is just, just kind of showing some things to people that maybe they don't necessarily um get that exposure to. So it's it's dope, bro. You know, I'm proud of you, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Sure.
0: Thank you for man. you know, I'm hella proud of you too, man.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs>
0: man, how me and this brother met just showed you how small of a world world every how, how small of a world we live in and just how good energy and uh being good to people and, and meeting good people works. I met Tyrone because of a good friend of mine who played D one football at the University of Nebraska. Like, I mean, we, we just, me, me and that brother, we just weren't like, we just went like, oh yeah, I went, you know, I met him in Nebraska and, you know, we, we crossed paths and we talked to him and we were, we were tight. That was, that's my, still my brother. Uh, Andre, if you listen to this, bro, what's going on? How you doing, man? Uh, I hope everything's well with you. Um, yeah. That's my friend. You know what I mean? Uh, he held me down. I held him down whenever I need whenever he needed something, or if I could provide something, that's my boy. You know what I mean? And uh Tyrone had come to Japan and it Andre. just so happens. It just, it so, just so happens. happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's my yeah. cuz. That's big cuz. That's his first cousin. <laughs> that
0: ain't the like cousin Pookie third down the line. That yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right.
1: yeah, we that's yeah his- we grew, we straight up we straight up grew up together. So it was uh it was mad wild to like come out here and then cut big was like yeah like I got a linky with my boy Ashley Blase Blase and I was like oh, okay like that's what's up like y'all went to school together that's 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 crazy that he's in Japan you know and um, yeah Ashley and I we actually didn't even we didn't link up initially we just we know you know we connected that's how it is these days anyway but we connected via facebook and we were just kind of cool there for a couple months whatever and i was in japan kind of making my way and then we finally me and a brother linked up and it's you know it's straight up been love ever since like that's that's my brother till the day i die and uh, nothing but love man so yes yeah, it is beautiful just like you said ashley how you know um just you know you you attract you know certain people certain vibes to your life and uh I'm thankful that that connection was able to be fostered just through that, that relationship that you and Dre had. And then, Absolutely. you know, it carried over, carried over to you and me, man. So it's, it's dope, man, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we've been surprisingly
0: now uh, friends for five years in this crazy ass mm-hmm. place we call Japan. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. With that being said after giving the background about you know how we we came to be and things like that i'm sure many people are interested you know about uh, how you got here how did yeah. tyrone joe's the second get here to japan how did that
1: happen yeah honestly man it was uh it was something that fell into my lap um for me i know a lot of people that come to japan they it's something that they they, they they sought out they they were seeking like maybe they studied studied in in uh, in, in, in undergrad or whatever studied japanese um, they had family here different things like that for me japan was not on my radar i did want to do some work internationally uh, but i wasn't necessarily thinking japan what ended up happen, happening um one of my buddies i played football at miami university uh in ohio and one of my teammates he was working for team china their olympic team and uh, he was—they were very successful under his tutelage. He was working as their strength trainer. And uh, J- Team Japan, they said they needed a coach. They were trying to up their game. And um, he threw my name out. He was like, "I know a guy." Um, he he put my name in a pot. And um, they were like, "Okay, like, let's let's see what he got. Let's hear from him." and uh, my homie homie called me up this was you know back in 2016 so i'm i actually i just celebrated you know my five-year anniversary on the 10th of this month so um yes it's it's crazy how fast that time has gone. but yeah um homie hit me up dustin um he's like bro i got an opportunity for you i don't know how you feel about it uh but yeah japan you'll be working with the, the 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 national team for short track speed skating which is a winter olympic sport um working as their strength trainer and you know it was one of those situations where i was like damn okay um this is it, it was i was i was a bit overwhelmed to be honest because at that point in time i didn't even have a passport yet i had never been outside of the us so it was a big big wow. leap for me and and you know the the sport alone is something that i didn't have experience in. you know i, I obviously I, I studied you know kinesiology exercise science all, that, all of that in college so I was well equipped in, in terms of my knowledge but I had I didn't have any experience with the sport too. So it was a big big leap uh in many ways to come over here and you know obviously uh you know consulted my peoples gave it some thought and, and decided like yeah this is what this is what's gonna be best for me. It was I was terrified, you know, I keep it out I was I was I was terrified because again it was a leap. There was so, so many unknown factors and elements to this. Uh, but I just said let's do it. Let's go. And um, honestly, it was the best decision of my life to date. Um, yeah, I uh, came over, started working with the team, and the you know, past five years, that's what I've done, and had the opportunity to go to the Olympics and travel the world. So, like, I came to Japan and you know hit the ground running in terms of travel-wise. Like, so I was in I was in Belarus, Kazakhstan, um, Germany, um, <laughs> Sofia, Bulgaria, like Bulgaria, yeah, all no over, place, man, all over the place. So it was. It, truly, truly, it's been a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful.
0: That's be. That's definitely be you right there, because I'm. I'm assuming that probably before you left, that people were like,
1: "What? What? what?
0: I'm sure oh, yeah. there, was, there was
1: there was some there was some kickback, right? I, I, honestly, I can't say there was kickback. Um, okay, there was that's good. Of, well, that's good though. Well, yeah, yeah. There, there was there was a lot of shock and um and uh, I think honestly. You know, in my in my situation, in my experience with this opportunity, it was a situation where all of my older mentors, all of the people around me, they were already kind of giving me that nudge, like, "Hey, like, you're bigger than this. Like, what you doing right now, you need to be That's doing something happening. more." You know what I'm saying? Mm. So mm. that I, I I greatly appreciate that and those nudges because I think we need those from time to time. Mm-hmm. If uh, if you feel like you're starting to get stagnant, complacent, or whatever, then you, if you got to have people in your circle to be like, hey, yo, like, I see where you at right now. I see your trajectory, um, where it was and where it is now. We we need to make some changes. We need to, to level up and elevate. And um, you know, that's essentially what this this opportunity and position was for me. It was elevation and you know ironically i'm in that stage and i'm in that phase now and you know I'm, I'm i'm moving on to something different now but uh but for sure man um no no kickback it was all encouragement it was all love good. and it, it was it was kind of like a and you know ex- expectation thing of people like oh yeah finally go like spread your wings fly you know so um so yeah it was it was good man that's how it needs to be that's yeah. how we
0: always need to be uh we don't have enough of that i think uh, as a lot of us know uh mm-hmm. that, as you say yeah Get out there and spread them and just go, man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't have too much of that on my knee when I would leave. I think everybody knew, you know, I, I think a lot of people were just kind of
1: I, I don't know, I think it was like why Japan or Yeah, and Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the thing too, man, is like people they have a hard time relating. Cause I think so much in in uh stateside, yeah. we are kind of limited in terms of like our our reach uh internationally. Um, yeah. and our, our, experiences abroad, it's so, you know, for lack of a better word, it's so foreign to us that anybody who's making those moves, is just like, Oh, like for real, like Japan and, and you know how like it is back home too. Like everybody would be like, if if you, if it's Asia, then it's China, you know, so what, like, <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I'm saying? I still got, I still got people, people like, Hey man, you still over there in China, man? I'm like, bruh, like I bruh. <laughs> It's been five years, yo. Like it ain't no damn China, but, uh, but yeah, I think that's kind of the thing that if it does get any type of stigma, that's what it is. It's just because a lack of an understanding, lack of awareness, um, you know, just, you know, uh, kind of an ignorance on something different outside of the bubble of what, you know, people back home know, you know? Big facts, man. Yeah.
0: Facts. So since we since now that we got in that background on like how you got here, which is kind of wild. Uh, just a quick, you know, uh, little push of motivation for those who haven't been overseas. Yet. hey, this brother right here, man, ain't ain't been over here, overseas once, one time. Yeah, you know, some of y'all, you know, staggering you know, stag- on you know, getting a passport. That's one of the most powerful, powerful pieces of identification you have. If you ain't got your passport. Go just a fucking passport. Go it lasts it. for ten years, okay. Go and and, and, it. and it's one of you know. Go get it, and yeah. you can go out yeah. the country when you want to go. Well, right. You know, unfortunately, we right now, we, we're yeah, all this...
1: we ain't talk. Yeah, we ain't talk about Damn. Mexico and Canada, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, guys, like I'm cool. And I enjoy, you know, I been joking <laughs> about that shit too. It's nice to go there, okay. You know, Jamaica. Yeah. They bringing up. Jamaica yeah. and the Caribbean, and like, but that's still that's still you know comfy. That's comfortable. You can, you know, stretch. That's, yeah, you can stretch a little bit. You know what I mean? And that's fine. I get it. You know, but it's a whole world. You know, and th- and this brother through his through his opportunity has got the you know country bounce. You know, to, to many different countries. Mm-hmm. And I've only I've only been around Southeast Asia, but mm-hmm. you know he ain't got to go into Europe you know shit bounce back home for a few you know back back out you know yep. so yep. you know go get that please all right don't don't want to. it's, it's I, needed
1: man it's it's needed it's it's, necessary. it's very necessary you, now if you, yeah if you if you really want to live you know live a fuller experience of life man and just get exposed to some different perspectives different ways of thinking and i think ultimately that's you know enhancing who you can be and and you know the best version of yourself the more that you're exposed to 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 different things then the greater capacity you have for greatness personally so Mm -hmm. it's you know it's it's for your betterment ultimately yep
0: that's big facts man it's not a lie it is it is so with that being said my man so you've had the opportunity to coach these uh olympic uh level uh speed skaters your, yeah, you yeah, never yeah. talk speak you never uh but also uh because of that you've gotten to branch out and train other individuals and um and things of that nature as well yeah. but I, I think the one thing that people may want to hear and that uh we always discuss and talk about as well so i kind of already got a, a background on as well i'm i'm not ne- i was never too surprised about some of the things but mm-hmm. if you can just kind of get an overall overview of p- how you feel your training philosophies and like training itself is kind of uh taken here like how what is your what are your views on it even at uh olympic level yeah uh, here
1: yeah man so um you know i'm this this is more than likely the case all across the board no, no matter where you are but uh certain aspects and elements of the culture um, you know some of the the ways that people behave the the kind of expected cultural norms they trickle over into the athletic realm and Japan is definitely not any different um, there there are definitely things about this country that you can appreciate um, no doubt. the way you know when it when it comes to um, their commitment to detail their attention to detail their commitment to you know excellence and holding things to a certain specific standard and then Mm. this this attitude of you know kind of collectivism it's like the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few in in, in a certain sense and that is that very much drives their you know the way that they they do things on a you know on a professional Economic level in many ways, and like I said, it trickles down into the Absolutely. athletic realm. And yeah. these can be great things. These these can really be you know powerful things of like you you have that that atmosphere of like at work, like I'm I'm putting the company above myself, and I'm you know I'm doing everything I can for the company and all of this blase blase, and you know that type of energy can be very beneficial. Or <laughs> when taken to an extreme, it can really really be corrosive and you know the opposite detrimental to uh to success um yeah. as an as an athlete and I actually had the opportunity to be on both sides of the coin a uh, coach and um an a- 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 and a- an actual athlete um I played uh, I got the opportunity to play American football here as well which is you know huge blessing and wonderful thing beautiful experience um but yeah I think this uh a lot of times for them, it's not so much about quality; it's more so about quantity. And mm-hmm. again, like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm drawing, I'm I'm trying to continue to draw these parallels between, you know, the professional office life and the, the sport life. So, like in the office, you see Japanese people; they will stay. That's their culture. They stay in the office for copious amounts of hours, mm-hmm. and let it rest and and they and and they will stay in there regardless of the level of productivity and obviously we know there's a give and take there like at some point in time there's diminishing return for the amount of time and effort that you're putting into something if you're in the office for 10 12 15 hours a day you're not going to be as productive it's it's a given you, we just we're human beings at the end of the day nobody is robots but i think the culture the cultural expectation it's not about the quality. It's just about showing that, oh, I'm in here, I'm working, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. It's the same exact thing in the athletic realm. Uh, you have athletes, they'll go, like, you know, and, you know, I, I, I had my, my athletes, that was kind of a big, like, tug of war thing for me, especially in the, in the early phases, was, like, they would come an hour before we start the warm-up. So it's like, we're going to warm up. But you're warming up before the warm up, and then you do the warm up, and then you do the two three hour workout. So, <laughs> again, it's just it's too much, and I think they don't really know how to um, draw a line and say, okay, like we're gonna focus on quality, and you know sometimes short and sweet is the best way to go. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, it's that's that's one of my biggest frustrations with them here, honestly. Is it's just like. Yo, just chill, just chill. Like you don't have to do all of that. Um, focus on getting some good work in, and then you know, call it a day. So, yeah. And, and there, there are probably others, small, subtle nuances that aren't necessarily coming to mind. But uh, yeah, I'm sure you, you probably got some things that you might, you might say that will trigger my, trigger my memory on it too. Yeah, man. <laughs> man uh, yeah, you I can know see, I mean? I'll see your face right now. <laughs> I'm
0: kind of curious to know if if you had it your way let's say let's say that they had the we're Americans so I know the the philosophy of how we think as well too let's say if they had it though you had it the way that it it would be stateside Mm -hmm. do you think them the what the tra- status that you were training could have been way more of a threat and competitive on the world level
1: yeah man um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah I think that, that just kind of sparks something else um, there's this there's this humility that uh, the Japanese people can oh, often yeah, no have man. and again that's something I really do appreciate about them in, in the culture and the country um, but if it's taken to an extreme then it creates a situation where they can they can actually be pretty like like self-deprecating in the way that they believe and speak about themselves their own performance it's like oh and they and they put everyone else up on this pedestal so it's like oh yeah like that team over there like they're so good like we can never be like that or you know it's kind of that type of mentality and that mindset and i I really think it, it it's it Really, really stifles their success and their potential because they have these mental barriers there. And if that barrier is there, then what what can anybody do if you if you mentally are already set like this is where I stop and I can't get any I can't get anywhere further than this. Then it's a situation where it's like as a coach, I, there's only so much that I can do for you, you know. Um, so again, that was that was another frustration. Just those those that that humility kind of taken. To an extreme, to where it is actually, you know, they they start to belittle themselves and you know create blockades to their own progress. Agreed.
0: Yeah, that's a good yeah. point that you made about that, man. That is one yeah. thing that uh, I'm I'm definitely sure you're getting frustrated about and really got in your way uh, mm-hmm. with uh, training them, like you wanted to train them. I mean, because like I said. You're you you're a motivator. You're a good motivator. You're a trainer. So, you know, trying to kind of push and, and bash through that was probably, like, god damn it. You know, <laughs> like yes. I can already I can already imagine. You know how you were with that. I know I, that's what I would have been like too. It was yeah, probably some, less. Sometimes
1: sometimes it really was. Sometimes it really was. Yeah. Yo, probably not as calm. Like, come but, on, come on, y'all. Because you because you can you you know you see the potential in somebody. And, yeah. and and this goes this goes, you know, beyond sports and stuff like that. But you see somebody's potential and you're like, Man, like I see what you what you can be and where you can go, but you just you gotta get out of your head, man. You gotta you gotta stop thinking about all this other bullshit and just go and just be who you need to be and stop worrying about all this other stuff, man. Be you. Yeah, be you. Got
0: to. Got to, man. And I think that 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 that's the other thing, right? Like they just mm-hmm. can't. You know, that it is collective rolling unit of something. You know, and just can't you know, be themselves. And even and even, you know, the 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 fact that you know they don't wanna out that whole team you know, philosophy and mentality, you know, maybe some of them they don't want to outshine, you know, their fellow Senpai, right? You not mm. the senpai koha shit. Like, excuse mm. me, but that you know, it could be that Koha that is the
1: goon. That's yeah. But that shit is that shit is toxic. It's, toxic. it's, it's poisonous, man. It really is. <laughs> like that that, 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 that does that does happen a lot too, right?
0: Yeah, that that kohai mm. can be like the, the gym, like the goon. But mm-hmm. because senpai up there and been around for X amount of years. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna overtake, like yeah,
1: that's, not that's fact. like, that's like, facts. Bro. That's facts. They will not do it. That's facts. You know, um, that's yes,
0: kind of that, yeah. that, that, that.
1: That makes me that makes me think of this. Uh, it's kind of in the same topic, but yeah, like uh, this little brother quote, like yeah, uh, the rap group Little Brother, oh, and they say, do, yeah, do you really want to win or just look good losing? And I think oh, I think I that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really want to win or do you just look good losing? And I think that's one of the big things that I I, I feel like I would see a lot here. It's like it's it's that like ah like come my show and just like showing that energy mm. of oh I'm working oh, hard, I'm working hard, but mm. you're not really trying to win though. Cuz mm. cuz we cuz we know and like that's our culture as as Americans and sometimes again all of the, all of this is about like balancing and you know everything's on a spectrum obviously and this this like winning mentality mindset taken to an extreme uh where you're being overly selfish and stepping on this and that person to get what you want of course yeah. that's terrible and i think that's you know one of the negative elements of our culture as americans uh yeah. but again like there needs to be some of that you know even if it's just a little sprinkle if that's not there then you you are just gonna be like you in competition like ah, you know what i'm saying like ah. Mm, ah, ah, mm, you know, mm, they're like going mm. to get what the fuck you need to get, you know? Mm. Yeah. 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 Gotta <laughs> be a wolf. Yeah, and again, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, inside oh, jokes. Man. Yep. That no, was, was the inside jokes for sure. Afnan, <laughs> Afnan, I hope you're not listening to this. You'd be really pissed off <laughs> me. Shout out to Afnan. She's somewhere shaking, shaking her head. <laughs> yeah, she is trying to be one of the first Saudi uh, female powerlifters, just quickly since I brought her weight lifter, wait Weightlifter, weightlifter, Yeah, weightlifter. Excuse me, lifter, Yeah, yeah. Lifter. Me, yeah. Lifter. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Athene, but don't beat me when you see me. So yeah, thank you for your perspective on that, bro. Like we talk about this all the time. I'm glad we got mm-hmm. on the cast to talk about it as well to share um, with you know the world, you know as well too uh a lot of people kind of get some you know knowledge and perspective about that you know in the case that you know you have you some young trainers um that are listening to this right now you know they're thinking about coming to asia and thinking that they could think now how to fine-tune their mindset you know their methods mm-hmm. and things like that uh in the case they are going to come over here if you're in japan yeah but china they they know they're dogs like they they know like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like
1: their mindset yeah. is completely different man completely different. yeah there's some dogs so
0: mm-hmm. you know <laughs> two total <laughs> different different spectrums mm-hmm. uh same thing with the koreans i think as well too yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. um but it, it's, it's it's wild mm-hmm. but it, a lot of people may not even thought they like oh, that no not the same bro <laughs> ain't
1: the same yeah. so they're definitely different mindsets man yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so with that being said you know uh you, you gave it five you you had a beautiful time here man we've created some good times in japan uh mm-hmm. shit. it's been a good five years for you man but uh i think like as myself uh, like i've been saying here too uh yeah it's time to to, to, to wind it up and you know go ahead yep. and make the it next is. make the next move it is, uh, it is. i you gave it five and i gave it ten yeah, man, I don't know how I gave it ten, but you gave it. A, you gave it a decade, boy. A decade. <laughs> I gave it a strong, <laughs> strong long run, man. But Ooh a lot of good we. came out of it, as you said it. A oh, lot, of, sure, a lot of good. Sure. Lots of good. Lots of yeah, good man. came out of it. Um, you got, your, you got your baby boy. That's that's a huge. Man, that's the biggest Ricky that's big beat, right? Yes, sir. That's a yes, beautiful thing. Ricky gonna come in here and be like, "You ain't sleep." doing it <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said man what what is the what was the, the like you know when when did you know you like to hit the ceiling what are some of the things that kind of made you say yeah time to go i right, move on to the next step
1: yeah. uh, can you kind of give us some insight on that well you know honestly for me coming here you know from the jump from the very beginning i was like this mm-hmm. isn't a forever place for me i will not be here forever i said that from the very beginning yeah. um of course i was like this is, this is an amazing experience I, I i'm loving my my time here uh the country is treating me so well but there is something i think i don't know uh, if if i have to say anything It's on a spiritual level just like in my soul Something just didn't quite resonate to make me say like, ah, oh, this this is home, you know, mm, okay. uh, and there's not there's nothing mm. I can never necessarily like say is this thing or that thing or what. But I just I always felt that inside of me, you know, um, and then, you know, like I said, I was I was definitely enjoying myself and I was having the time of my life working, working this, uh, working this uh, job with, with the skaters and, and the national team and traveling the world. All of that. It was, it was incredibly fun. But, you know, there's there's give and take to everything that you do. Right. So as a as a younger man, five, five years ago, uh my values were just slightly different. Like I was more in, in the mindset and mentality where I wanted to I wanted that freedom. I wanted to really just be moving. I was OK with. The, the transient nature of things where I was always coming and going in and out. I mean, you know, like, you know, we, we would kick it, you know, every now and then. But like I would be out on the road. I would be even if I was in Japan, I wasn't necessarily in Tokyo. I would be somewhere else. Niigata, Nagano, whatever. Um, so I was always bouncing around and then, you know, worldwide as well. So, you know, after a couple of years of doing that and, and, you know, like, mind you, I didn't even have a I didn't even have a place. I was moving that much. Like I didn't have an apartment, house, none of that. I just literally was living out of my suitcase. For wow. the first so years. Yes. You know what I mean? So. Wow. So um,
0: wow, it, that started bro. to take a
1: toll That's on me. And it, it started to come to a point where it's like, OK, I want a little bit more stability. So then after year two, I did end up. Um, getting an apartment and having a bit more stability in that sense, but still the job pretty much stayed the same where I'm traveling quite a bit. Um, And as my network in Tokyo started to blossom and grow, and I started to actually have friends there, then there was a bit more draw to want to stay in the city a lot more and not always be on the road and always on the go and always doing this, always doing that. And um, yeah, it just, it, it started to like, you know, as I grew and mature over those years, you know, there was kind of a shift in my values and I started to, you know, value that connectivity. Um, and, you know, even, even, you know, now at, excuse me, now at this point, family, love life, all of that, I started to like value that a lot more than what I did in those early years. And, you know, as my values changed and shifted, um, then it was a situation where I was like, okay, I started to like look at and assess everything going on and where I was. And it was just like, you know what? Um, I don't, I don't know if I want to, want to like, continue on with this. I don't know if I want to stay. Um, and then, you know, COVID hit, and that was really when it was just, like, I feel like COVID was one of those things that made all of us were just, like, sit your ass down, like, sit down. So since I'm sitting down, I'm not moving, I'm not doing anything, I really had a lot more time to, to think and put everything truly into perspective. And... Um, yeah, love was at the top of my, you know, list of values of like, uh, you know, being I want to be a. I want to be a husband. I want to be a father. I want to have a strong family life. I want to be, you know, more solid in in terms of my career. I want something that, you know, is a bit more stable and not so in and out transient and something that I think I will enjoy more as well. And, you know, it just came to that point and I reflected on all those things and it was like finally, Okay, I'm going to do this and um, you know my father uh, may he rest rest in peace. That was one yes, of the last conver- Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the yeah. last conversations we he and I had before he passed actually. Um, I was just telling him where I was and he was like, "Yeah, son, like you just you, you didn't came to that point now? Um, your, your your mindset has has elevated your you, you know you you did your thing there. You you did very well there. Um, I was on to bigger and better things, and you know, he he kind of gave me his blessing right there to to make moves. And you know, very shortly after that, after he you know that we had that conversation, and then you know, maybe a month later, he passed. Um, and uh, yeah, very shortly after that, that's when I was like, yeah, this is for sure. I'm I'm getting up out because life is too short, uh, and I I know what I want, and I'm gonna go get it. You know, and there that's you what know. it is yeah there it is man yeah, yeah that's what it is
0: and much respect to it you know y'all you my yeah, yeah. full support 100 with that
1: mm-hmm. all day just give me another country to go to yeah man <laughs> that's what it is yeah, you, man. you already know you're welcome to come through <laughs> oh man, man i can't we're wait be, man you're gonna be kicking it <laughs> no doubt about it
0: no doubt about it man where he gonna have his his, uh, his ponytail in with his uh boat <laughs> shoes on and shit. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you already know it. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but man, I'm glad we finally uh got to do this. Like we had been talking about it. Like I said, like I think at the time I started it you were transitioning it out or maybe yeah. you're still about one of the two, but you you, yeah, you were still pretty well, you said you were still pretty busy, mm-hmm, more or less, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad you know you had a little sit down uh, to do this. Uh, thank you for coming on to the podcast, brother. The yeah. BU podcast much appreciated, and uh, like I said, man, uh, that's a thank you me. so much, uh, 1000. percent Know what it is that you're gonna be doing and move it on to the next steps. I mean, do you got any last words for the BU listeners out there, man? That you want to lay on them uh, before we go ahead and uh, shut it down,
1: man? Uh, just you know, just kind of s- s- summarizing some of the points we we went over throughout the talk, man. It's just you know, like I think one of the biggest things is taking a leap. Um, you know, realizing recognizing re- realizing and recognizing your potential, and making sure that you have people in your circle that see it as well and give you that nudge when necessary so that when it's time to to make moves take the leap when things are becoming stagnant that you you have the the wherewithal or if you don't then the people around you do to be like hey yo it's time let's go like take Mm -hmm. that leap you know spread your wings make the jump whatever you want to call it but basically i'm just talking about moving outside of our comfort zones um, and yeah, you know, the more that you can do that and, and that goes to like everybody we talked about getting the passports and all of that, like seeing the world and being exposed to these different perspectives. I'm telling you, man, when you meet all these different people from different, all of, all of the different countries around the world, just the way that they do things relative to how we do in the States, um, there's there are some things that are a lot different the way that they move and there are things that we can really learn from them you know for yes. uh, as, as something as simple as language you know you meet most people from other countries they're at the very least bilingual at the very least in the u.s you know <laughs> English and that's pretty much it for the vast majority of it majority of us i feel like so just that's that's a very small example but you know so many other people and and, you know there are different factors that play into it too like but people you know in europe or whatever they they travel to multiple countries they have that experience and you know there's a closer vicinity there obviously but again you still have a passport and the u.s passport you can get around the world a lot easier than certain other people can so utilize that, man. But I don't want to keep rambling on, man. But uh, yeah, again, bro, I appreciate you, man. Nothing but love, and um, I, uh, yeah, I, I hope to see you continue to thrive on this, brother.
0: I do as well too, up, man. 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 And I enjoy doing it, as you stated. You know, I like uh, spreading some positivity, letting all the people uh, know about uh, this thing called Japan, and um, you know, my experiences here with it uh and sharing those experiences uh with people such as yourself and others uh in the future uh man but with that being said y'all man we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here and like as you know morning noon and night wherever you at in the world hey remember to always be you and we're gonna let samuel let y'all know what it is (laughs) peace shit negro that's all you had to say Thank you for listening to the BU podcast. Please always remember to be you. BU podcastを聞いていただき本当にありがとうございます。いつもビュをするのがしっかり覚えてください。